Welcome to the Treasury of Solomon, where we go verse by verse through the book of Proverbs to find the wisdom that God has for us. Today's verse is Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 1. It says, The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. This is our first introduction to the book of Proverbs. We know that Solomon was the wisest man to ever live. First Kings 3 and 12 says, I have done according to thy words. Well, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. First Kings chapter 4 and verse 29 reaffirms this. It says, And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much, and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. The classic Amplified Bible translates this verse as, And God gave Solomon exceptionally much wisdom and understanding, and breadth of mind like the sand of the seashore. These translations show us the two main battlefields of our lives, our minds and our hearts. When the devil attacks us and tries to oppress us, these are the two areas he goes after. He wants your mind and he wants your heart. He wants your way of thinking, your logic, your rationality, and simultaneously, he wants your emotions and your feelings. These are the parts of us that make us who we are, so he's always desperately trying to gain control of them because he really wants control of you. We know this from experience, so this isn't any foreign concept to us. We know that we need to strengthen our minds and our hearts. We have to make them as built up and fortified as they can possibly be. That's why we put on the breastplate of righteousness to protect our heart and the helmet of salvation to protect our mind. And that's one reason why God gave us the Proverbs. Solomon had wisdom, which many mistakenly think is something that's purely mental, but it's not. It is as much to do with our hearts as it does with our mind. Many times it's actually the mediator between the two. Acting with just cold rationality, with no feeling, can be incredibly foolish and dangerous. Whereas acting purely off of momentary, passing, fleeting feelings, with no logic or rationality behind them, can be equally, if not more foolish. This is why we need to take heed to the Proverbs. But what exactly is a proverb? Strong's Concordance says for the word proverb in the Hebrew, that it's apparently from the Greek word martial in some original sense of superiority of mental action, properly a pithy maxim, usually of metaphorical nature, hence a simile as an adage, poem, or discourse. The phrase superiority of mental action is an important one. It's very revealing. What is mental action? Our thoughts originate in our mind, and then we act on those thoughts, and that action takes the form of either words or physical actions. We all know firsthand that if you act without thinking, you get yourself into situations that you don't want to be in. That's how you make yourself look foolish and ignorant. We don't want that, which is why we go to the Proverbs and why we seek out wisdom from God's Word. The Proverbs are there to make your mental actions superior. That doesn't mean that we're better than anyone else, not by any means at all. But it does mean that we think before we act, and that we allow wisdom, as a gift of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, to guide our thoughts and actions so that they'll be the right ones at the right times. The word proverb has an interesting origin in the Hebrew. The word it comes from means to rule, have dominion, to reign. The concordance says for this word that it means to have dominion, to reign, to bear, to cause to have ruling, to have power. This gets to the heart of the matter. This is why the Lord inspired Solomon to write these proverbs and why he included them in his word. They're to give you wisdom, and that wisdom is so that you can properly exert your dominion, to give you the keys to reigning in your life, to have power in your life, to govern your life properly, to rule your spirit, your mind, and your heart. When God was creating mankind, it says in Genesis 1 and 26, And God said, 
Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Psalm 8 and 6 says, Thou madest him that dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. We were created to have dominion. God makes that fact unmistakably clear throughout his word. But we need wisdom to use that dominion in the right way. It's true that we've been given dominion over the earth. We're meant to have dominion over our household, on the job, and many other areas of life too. But the most important dominion that you have, and the most important domain that you rule over, is your own life, over your own mind and heart, which is where wisdom comes in. We have to have control over our mind. We have to watch what we think about, how we think, and what influences we allow to impact our mind. We need to do the same with our heart too. We need to guard our heart. We need to watch and pay close attention to what feelings and emotions we experience and find out why we have them. The Proverbs, if followed, help you to take control of your life. They help you to bring order and morality into your life. They help you to increase your intelligence and your generosity. They make you wiser. And most importantly, they help you to understand God better and help you to love Him more. As Christians, it should always be our goal to become better versions of ourselves with each passing day. And our prayers we read the Proverbs should be that the Holy Spirit helps us to not only read them, but to truly understand them and apply them to our lives, so that we can not only have wisdom, but also operate in it. What good is having the gift of wisdom if we never use it? When we do, our wisdom will influence and direct our minds and hearts. We'll think better, we'll speak better, and we'll act better, and we'll do so in a way that makes it clearly evident to ourselves and to those around us that we're men and women of wisdom who seek to honor God for the way that we conduct ourselves. Don't take these proverbs for granted. Love them. Cherish them. Take them for all they're worth. Learn them as best you can. They're there for a reason. They're there for you. And when we apply the lessons that we find in them, it'll change everything. And we'll be amazed at the incredible difference that the wisdom of proverbs will make in our life. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we thank you that you've given us your wisdom in the book of Proverbs. Lord, as we read and study these Proverbs of Solomon, Lord, we thank you that you're going to illuminate our minds and our hearts so that we not only read, but that we truly understand and comprehend what we read. And we thank you that that understanding is going to manifest in the way that we live our lives, in a way that's in accordance with your word and with your will for our lives. Lord, we thank you that you put your Holy Spirit within us, the same Holy Spirit that you promise is going to lead and guide us into all truth. Lord, today we claim that promise in faith. Lord, we thank you for the gift of wisdom. And we thank you that the wisdom that you put within us will not only influence our life, but that it will shine through us as it affects the lives of those around us. And Lord, we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. Remember before you leave to hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, and remember to like and comment below. The wisest thing we can ever do is give our lives to Christ and be born again. If you want to have Jesus as a part of your life today, all you need to do is to invite him into your heart to be your personal Lord and Savior. You trust that he's forgiven you and you make the choice to live for him who died for you. We'll see you next time as we continue to explore the treasury of Solomon and study the King's Word together.